about the best of life in Harrogate. This is the Your Harrogate Podcast. Why, hello once again. My name is Pete Edgerton, the one who likes to work from home on my radio show. Weekdays between 10 and 2, you will find me in Nairsborough, and you can listen via this website, if that's where you are, of course, yourharrogate.co.uk. Also, the free app, smart speaker, and in the car on DAB. Or perhaps, and I really appreciate you listening to this podcast, maybe you're getting it via your favourite podcast location. Either way, wherever you are, Welcome along to episode number 232 of the Your Harrogate podcast. If you've never listened to the radio station before, we're all about the best of life in Harrogate. It's a busy week for us as well. Nick Hancock, who wakes you up every single weekday morning from seven, is giving away passes to the Harrogate Beer Festival, which is taking place this weekend, the 10th and 11th of March at the Crown Hotel. So we're playing a little game called wish you a beer you can find out more on your harrogate social feeds about that one and come sunday it's all about tractors with the nairsborough tractor run we'll have more in our podcast that will be released on wednesday this week but right now we're focusing on a crowdfunding campaign that has been launched by artisan international if you're not aware they've got both the shop and a cafe and creative space on Cambridge Road. In fact, on Saturday night, you might have been in the cafe yourself, dancing away with coffee in hand, because as part of the launch for their crowdfunder, they had a dance-a-thon. I hope you had a great time if you were part of it. To find out more about the rewards that the crowdfunder is offering its supporters, but also all the amazing work that Artisan International do, I popped into the cafe in Harrogate Town Centre to speak to their UK director, Liz Cluderay. We are quite a small local charity to Harrogate, but we do big work. So we do work here locally in Harrogate for the UK, but we also work in Ecuador and Peru. All of our work is with people with disabilities. Overseas, our work is about training and empowering people to become self-employed. And here in the UK, we have two levels to our work. So we do a lot of therapeutic, artistic work with people with disabilities. But we also have the Artisan Cafe, which is all about training up young disabled adults to become more independent in their lives and to move forward to either independent volunteering or into work. So there's another level to to our work with that. Just to give you an idea, Liz and I are sat now in the cafe, which is next door to McDonald's, so it's very convenient, in the town centre. How have people kind of taken to this? Because it's been open a year now, hasn't it? It has, yeah. We've been open a year and we've been blown away by Harrogate really accepting the project. We were nervous before it opened. Would anyone come through the door? The choice of a central location was on purpose. It was very deliberate. We wanted to be accessible. People can access us from the train station, from the bus station. But we also wanted to be very seen and projects often are on the periphery of a community like this and we didn't we wanted ours to be central we wanted our guys to be in a busy real life work experience but also to reach the most amount of people and in the past year in this really busy cafe we've managed to engage with a huge part of Harrogate's community and they've really embraced the project we have so many people who regularly visit and they feel really passionate about what we're doing which is so lovely I mean is that something that's impress you the most really how people have taken to it because the sad fact is we don't have to go too far back in time 
where a project like this was unheard of. People just didn't, for whatever reason, didn't think that it was possible for a young person with learning disability to serve behind a counter of a cafe, for example. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's the beauty of it, really, is that watching that subtle education, we call it, for anyone that's walked past the cafe or who's been wonderful enough to visit the cafe, they will know that to the outside, it looks very much just like another independent coffee shop in Harrogate. So only when you get inside... When you've ordered, when you sit at the table, you start to think, hang on, there's something going on here. And that's very much done on purpose as well. We want the education to be subtle. Nobody wants a message to be rammed down their throat. And for us, it's very much about educating the general public into what it is like to live with a disability, especially for young adults with learning disabilities. They have very fulfilled lives, you know, and and very bright futures. And we want to move away from that, oh, aren't they cute philosophy um, that I know really grates people within the disabled community. You know, a lot of the parents of our members are, they get frustrated with those kind of interactions. And, you know, our guys don't want anyone to feel sorry for them at all. You know, they want people to see their value, to see their strengths, to see how capable they are. And I think that's the great thing about the Artisan Cafe and the shop, of course. You know, there is that opportunity for people to learn, for people to be around more people with disabilities. And that's the only way that we learn how to behave more appropriately, by educating ourselves. Every Monday, Wednesday and Friday. This is the Your Harrogate podcast. Just explain more about why you are crowdfunding currently. Yeah, I mean, the Artisan Cafe is one of our many, many projects. And we work really hard at Artisan to uh, fund all the work that we do as a charity. We're lucky enough to have regular donors, although we always need more. We are lucky to be awarded grant funding, but it's never a huge amount. And because we do so many projects and we're reaching so many people, our costs are incredibly high. And we want to try and use as many avenues as possible to make sure we can keep doing the work that we're doing. We've got plans for the cafe to expand its services, to be able to reach more members, to be able to put on more sessions, more training. Um, We're starting to do um, bread making sessions and and things like that. So all of that, of course, as an organisation, costs us a lot of money. But the great thing about running a crowdfunder is it's not just asking for donations by usual means we are trying to engage people in the cafe if they haven't used it before they might find out during this campaign about us that they didn't know about us the rewards that we've set up within the crowdfunder campaign as well so you can come and train to be a barista if you donate a certain amount Um, and we're going to add to that as well because obviously the crowdfunders only launched this week so our intention is to add more rewards to that and really engage people to come and be part of what we're doing not just to to donate but I think it's really nice for people to be able to donate to something that is happening on their doorstep and they can see a direct result of supporting the work that we're doing and how have people responded to it so far yeah we've been really excited to uh, I think we're 800 pounds already um, after a couple of days so that's a lovely first response um, so I mean what's what's the dream obviously you mentioned doing like other classes like the bread making and things like that and I know when I've spoken to you before at the shop as well the different projects that you run there have you, have you got ideas to expand that and do 
further educational things? Yes, absolutely, and lots of support as well. So we're really aware that um, our young adults that come to us for training, they're late teen early 20s life is very different from um, an able person and so we, we run a youth club and that runs every two weeks we'd love to expand on that you know there's plenty of other events we could hold we could do hold the youth club more frequently we could get them engaged in lots and lots of different things um and all of that takes money yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's, that's it. And I mean, you know, you only need to look at a place like this and the cafe and, and it goes without saying, obviously, the cost of energy yes. at the moment and, and actually keeping it running and you've got the coffee machines going. Yeah. And the heating's yeah. on, the lights are yeah, on. Everything. Yeah, it's, um, And we are very fortunate to have this central space. I think it makes the project really special. <laughs> it's meant that we can reach way more people than we would have in this past year. It's connected us with other organisations who've worked with us and that's all been amazing but it comes at a price you know it's an expensive position and the overheads are high but we really would love to stay here you know we can see the value in what we're doing and we want to continue so if people would like to get involved with artisan international maybe help out with the crowdfunding or if there's parents listening who have young people with learning disabilities and they've not yet discovered you is it is it just as simple as walking in and saying hello or yeah we encourage people to come in say hi meet the team find out about what we're doing um we won't be for everybody you know it is a busy setting like i say um and so we appreciate that we're not for everybody but we have a real range of members with lots of different needs and lots of different abilities and they're all achieving fabulous things so if anybody is considering joining or just wants to find out whether it's for them we do free trials and we would love to chat to anybody that's interested in getting involved we've got a facebook page so they can reach us through there or like you say just call in and say hi and with the crowdfunding again just kind of going on your facebook page that yes kind of thing. yeah we're sharing the link everywhere yeah. <laughs> you will be uh, yeah you won't be able to miss the link i think have you got have you got a mark where you want to get to Liz? yeah we've set ourselves five thousand pound target which we think is achievable it is yeah Yeah. Um, but not so much you know sometimes what we what we felt was we didn't want to set a target that if people went onto the page they just thought oh are they ever going to get there and sometimes I think it's best to be more realistic and then smash your target Um, and we'd love to smash it and we have said that we, we could extend it to 10,000 if it goes really well. So we're hoping that potentially we've got some local businesses that really see the value in what we're doing and would like to sponsor us. And, you know, for us to be able to connect with local businesses would be fantastic, whether that's for financial support or looking ahead as well so that our members have an opportunity to have a work placement somewhere, work experience somewhere, perhaps as a job somewhere. Um, so the more more people we can connect with, the better. Massive thank you to Liz for taking time out of a busy day to speak to us for this podcast and to all the guys and girls at the cafe on Cambridge Road in Harrogate who just make everybody feel so, so welcome. If you want to find out a little bit more about that crowdfunder, maybe help out, you can go to the website, which is artisaninternational.org or simply look them up on Facebook. You're